Hi, this is Stuart Hardy with All In Sports Outreach, and I'm so excited about a new episode of our podcast. Today, you're going to hear from Coach Kale Melton. He's currently the athletic coordinator and head football coach at Kingwood High School in the Houston, Texas area. He's married to Kelly. They have three kids. More than that, just an incredible man of God, passionate about shining the light of Jesus through the game of football. So without further delay, let's jump right into it. Well, thanks for joining me today. Oh, Yes. I, I'm, I'm happy to be here. You bet. So I'd like to start these off with um, some background information. So if you don't mind, just tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you grew up, your family growing up, and then your family today. Well, um, I, I grew up as a coach's kid. Um, so um, I was born in Tyler, Texas. Um, Dad was coaching at Hawkins at the time. Uh, so, we, you know, we've been to some different places. Uh, uh, he started at Hawkins. He actually – uh, became head coach at the age of, I think it was 27 years old. Um, he was offered a job to go down to North Shore um, in Houston for uh, 10 years. Um, we came back up, and then he spent 21 years in Atlanta. We went to Atlanta High School, so I've got two twin brothers, Chad and Cody. Um, they're actually uh, two years older than I am. Um, uh, and so we all played football for my dad at Atlanta High School. Um, probably one of the most memorable moments was, I guess, we all played for the state title together. I was a sophomore. They were seniors in uh, 1994 uh, and actually got beat by Sealy uh, in the in the Astrodome. Um, and so dad spent 21 years there, um, 18 as an assistant, um, and then the others as a head coach. Um, he retired after that. Um, and then uh, from there, I graduated in 1997, went to uh, – McMurray University in Abilene, Texas, um, and that's where uh, I played football. I also did track. I, I threw the javelin, <laughs> um, and so uh, um, there, that's where I met my wife. Um, she's actually from Abilene. She graduated from Abilene, High, uh, Abilene Wiley um, hmm. High School, um, and so that's where we met. We both uh, graduated in 2002. Um, and when we graduated, we went to, of course, uh, um, Eustis High School. Um, and that's kind of where our first jobs were. We, uh, you know, uh, so that's kind of what I, you know, been being around coaching my whole life, um, went into coaching. Um, and then, uh, you know, of course, I met my wife there. And then now I've got uh, three kids. I've got a daughter, Ashton, um, who's 16. I've got a uh, um, daughter, Addison, who's uh, 14. And then uh, my son, Anson. Who, uh, who is 10. And uh, so, you know, Kelly and I, my wife Kelly and I are, are happy and, uh, and enjoying life and just kind of, you know, uh, you know, I, I have a, I will say this, I have a awesome, wonderful Christian coach's wife um, that has followed me and gone everywhere um, I've wanted to go. So that's kind of where we're at right now. That's awesome. So um, let me ask you a question about uh, growing up in your faith journey was, I mean, did you grow up in a family of faith? And then at what point did you make that personal decision to follow Jesus? Well, you know, the thing is, is yes, I did. Um, my grandfather, uh, was a Baptist preacher. Um, my uncle still is a Baptist preacher. Um, I, I want to say I accepted Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior as I was, when I was 10 years old. Um, but I'm going to tell you this, that it, it's more than just accepting. It's, it's, it's a relationship. And so um, I guess when I was about 29 years old, uh, so part of my story is this, Stuart, is I, uh, I got into coaching and teaching for five years. Um, I, I struggled getting my certification. 
Um, and so I, I didn't give everything to, to God. And so I was trying to do things on my own. And, um, and so, um, I got out of coaching. Um, I got out of it and I was a, I was a Texas state trooper for two years. Mm. Um, and so, um, but that is when I'll tell you this, I was actually, uh, the, my BPS classes, uh, chaplain. Um, and so, um, I got voted to be the chaplain. Um, and ever since then, I, I, I knew that all of a sudden, like, I, mean, I knew God was with me all the time anyway, but he just started really working on me. Um, and it was about that relationship. And so I was, I guess I was about 29 years old. Um, I knew I wasn't going to be in DPS much longer, um, but I knew I had to stay there because God was working on me. So I was about 29 when I'm, I'll tell you this, God, I, I hit my knees and, and from that point on to today, um, he has just been, you know, like it, it always talks about, um, he's the potter and we're the clay. And I, I truly believe that. Like he just started to take stuff out of my life and throw it away and, and just molding me, uh, uh, to be not that I'm perfect by all means, but molding me to be who I needed mm-hmm. to be. But I, I was actually about 29 years old. Um, when I really just, I mean, w- like you say, all in. And that's when I hit it. That's when I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. So, that's awesome. you know. And we'll get back to faith um, yeah. in, a, in a minute. And you talk, I want to talk a little bit about uh, your coaching. You talked about starting at, at Eustace and now, um, you know, you've had a, a, a good coaching journey. You just accepted a new position at Kingwood High School in the Houston area as athletic coordinator, head football coach. Talk about – Talk about that. And then also, you know, coaching under a guy at Highland Park, like Coach Randy Allen, how that mm-hmm. prepared you for this next move. Well, you know, this new position here is, is to me, it's God's favor. It's blessing. And, and um, like I said, when I was 29 years old, that's what leads up to all this. Um, you know, I knew there was a calling in my life and I knew that there was something bigger. Um, and so with that, you know, that, that's what I feel this is. I feel like this, this chance to be the athletic coordinator, head football coach um, is a blessing from God and it is, is a calling. And so I'm going to use that and I'm going to use that. And you're speaking of coach, coach Allen. Well, I was with coach Allen for five years and coach Allen, just watching him, uh, watching the kind of man he is um, and, and the kind of person he is, his leadership. Um, and so a lot of the things that, that what he did, um, he was very organized um, he always had a plan. There was always something he always knew. Uh, but, but more than that, he had faith and he knew God. And, and, and that's what he put all his faith in him and his wife. That's what they live by. Um, and, and so when you, you, um, you watch coach Allen and you watch his life, you, you know, um, what he stands for and you know, the kind of man he is. And so, um, working under him, not just as a football coach, because that's mm-hmm. the thing, like he, he has all kinds of, but that is because God's favors on him and the blessings God has blessed him because of the man that he is for God. Um, and, and so because of that, um, you know, with that, he, he helps mold other men, uh, you know, and, and so like by watching him, I was able to, to, you know, learn, um, you know, things like the, the organization piece, um, but also how to uh, manage your time and manage your, your family. Um, and to be a, to, to be a man of God and then how you can do it, even though in the circumstances of, of today's world where, um, you know, they don't want you to be as outspoken. 
Mm-hmm. He does it in a way that um, that people know. Um, and, and that's, you know, you, you can always say, like, for instance, with him is you, you may he may not come out and go, oh, I'm, you know, this, this and this. But what he is, is, you know, he is when they say truly meaning of uh, the only Bible that someone may see is the life that you live. And that that's him. Um, that's him in a nutshell. And so that's what I've gathered with this um, and, and being able to take that to Kingwood. Um, and so that's kind of the piece there. That's awesome. And as you're, you know, assembling your staff as a new head coach um, through, you know, through some difficult times right now with the whole virus situation, you also have an opportunity to hire your dad. So talk about after yeah. playing for your dad um, and watching him coach, talk about what it's like to now bring him on your staff. Well, it's been awesome. And, you know, I, 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 I got to play for him. Um, I coached under him in Atlanta high school for two years. Um, but you know what? I think, Stuart, you know, you can always ask for things and God grants those things, even though it's maybe, you know, not fully his plan. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I prayed forever that I would get to coach with him. Well, the circumstances weren't great. Um, There was a lot of things and I won't get into that. But but um, and so we weren't able to do that. You know, so we were able to do it, but we were. It didn't last long. Just put it that way. Um, and so the opportunity now, um, I've been praying still that, you know, that for the opportunity to be able to work with him again. And, and you know, if I just said, you got if it's, it's meant to be that it's going to be a blessing, it's, it's yours. And so um, I just ask, I ask the guys if there's, you know, if, if there's opportunity to do it, they said yes. You know, so um, now he's on, on board. And so it's, you know, it, it's awesome because of the experience that he has, but also because of the man that he is. Mm-hmm. Um he loves the Lord. Um, he loves, he, he's about building relationships. Um, and, and he has probably one of the smartest minds, defensive minds that, uh, that I've ever been around in my whole life. Um, and so um, being able to bring him on brings knowledge to our staff, but it also brings a guy that loves kids, that loves Christ, that's going to uh, uh, build those relationships with them that, you know, because that's the kind of guys that you want on staff. You want guys that, that are good Christian men, that love kids, um, that are knowledgeable, that are going to go out and, and, and spread God's fame. Not us. It's not about us. That's the thing. It's not about us. And that's why that's what's going to be so awesome is that and we get to spend time together. He gets to spend time with his grandkids. He gets to spend time with me. Um, and so, you know, that's what's going to be awesome. Yeah. Did you, did you remind him that you're the head coach? (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to, you know, that's the thing that, you know, that's kind of funny. The biggest thing is it's like, I don't, you know, being the head football coach, it's kind of weird for me to even like say, I guess it is. because I, 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 it's not about me. And that's what I want them all to know is like, there's no, there's no order. There's nobody's bigger than the other. And I know that I, when it, you know, I have to make decisions and things like that, but you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. It, you're, you're, it is kind of funny though, because <laughs> me being the head coach now and he'll be an under me, you know, it's kind of, so it's kind of weird to kind of tell your dad, Hey, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just, I, I laugh when I ask that, but it is an interesting dynamic. It is. Um, it is. That, you know, you gotta, I was talking to, uh, a guy uh, probably six months ago or so, uh, Brad Baca. Um, uh-huh. You know the Baca guys? Yeah, from, yes. You know, his dad is on his staff, and we were joking about that, you know, about, you know, when dad wants to make a play call, you overrule him, you know. So um, <laughs> I just thought that's an interesting dynamic. 
It is. It is. It's it, it's going to be different. But you know, that's he's a guy that doesn't need the credit, and that's what's so yeah. awesome about him. He's a he's so humble, and and he has so much integrity. I mean, he just he. I don't know. That's why I'm glad to have him on my staff. Is because you know he doesn't have to have a title. He doesn't have yeah. to have the fame. It's it's not about him, and he knows that. And I, you know, I feel the same way. It's not about me. But you know, that's and so it's always good to have guys like that. Um, and that have a very knowledgeable guys too. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's a cool, cool opportunity. Um, so being a, a man of faith and in coaching, obviously your faith shapes how you coach and you, mm-hmm. you, you know, you watch that in coach Allen. Have you ever experienced any resistance to your faith, whether, you know, players, parents, administration? You know, I can't say that I really have. I think that, um, you have to do it in a subtle way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, I think with, with your calling, people can see it in you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when God calls you, they can see it in you. Um, do I, there was, there's there times that I, you know, um, that I'm outspoken with my relationship with God and my relationship, you know, being a Christian. Yes, I am. Um, you know, but, you know, like I tell a lot of our guys, I say, Hey, you know, if you want to know anything else, I mean, you can talk to me, but do I use scripture and things? Yes, I do. Um, the biggest thing I think is that even the Holland park, and I think you have to really watch it too, even at Kingwood, um, you know, you, you can't be, you don't want to push things. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, what you do is, is you, God says that you plant the seed and you let him work. So you don't have to be, um, you know, God uses you as a vessel and he uses you to, to steer others. And so um, to plant the seed. And so, you know, that's what, that's what we do. So I, you know, I, I don't think I've really had much pushback. I think we, you can ask coach Allen, he's had some pushback and stuff like maybe listen to Christian music. Um, they don't, you know, people push back against that. They don't like you to pray on the field. I mean, but I don't think if you, you know, I, I think that if you're just uh, open and you plant the seed and you don't try to just be pushed with it. And I think that, you know, you can, uh, you can use that and you can use that. Mm-hmm. Platform. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm all for being vocal, you know, and sharing it, but, but you're right. Sometimes how we live um, speaks louder than any words we could ever say. So mm-hmm. that's good. So, you know, um, the career you're in is very demanding. Um mm-hmm pressure to win, but also on time. Um, so how do you balance that with being a husband and a dad of three? Well, you know, my, my biggest thing with, with balancing it is, is first of all, knowing that, um, my career is not everything. Um, that football is not everything. Um, it's a small part of life. Um, but you know, you, you, and, and during football season, um, it's tough because you are, you spend a lot of time uh, up there and you're putting a lot of time and effort in, in other people's kids. And, um, and, but the time that you do have with your, with your kids, you've got to make it worthwhile. Um, so sometimes you got to shut the TV off. Um, even if it's 30, 40 minutes, you, you've got to, um, spend time with them. Um, and I think that's what we try to do, um, as a family. Um, you know, we, we'll, we'll sit outside and, and just talk and, um, you know, just have a, have a, you know, 
family time. We'll play games. We'll, yeah, yesterday we went out and all of us went running together. Um, mm. So, um, you know, just doing little things with them, spending time. They just want to, they just want to talk to you. And so um, you just got to learn how to balance it. You can't, you can be all in without being like giving your, your, your everything to, you know, um, to it or selling yourself out, I should say. Um, I love my job. I love coaching. I love, uh, I love what I do. Um, but it, it, I'm not going to sacrifice my family. Mm, that's huge. My job. And, and, and that's the thing, like, I'm not, I won't do that. And if that, if that's the case, then that's not where I need to be. Um, and so that's what I do. I, I try to balance my career by realizing that it's, it's, uh, you know, you got to save time. I, I leave a, I used to leave a note on my desk at Helen Park um, right up top. It says save some for home. And that just means save, save some time, save some energy uh, for, for the house. Even if it's 30, 45 minutes, whatever, save some from home. That's good. I like that. I'm writing that down. Save some for home because that's, that's a good reminder for the, for everybody, whether you're coaching or not. Um, because, you know, how many times do you just come home worn out? <laughs> you know, I was talking oh, yeah. to, uh, I think it was Coach Harris from uh, Howard Payne. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was talking to him about that question, he had, he had a good good point. He's like, which kind of goes back to save some for home. He's like, you know what, as a coach, you're always asking your kids to, you got to play tired. He goes, mm-hmm. as a husband and a dad, you got to play tired. That's it. And it's, uh, you know, it's easier said than done, right? <laughs> it is easier said than done. You're exactly yeah. right there. Yeah. It's exactly right there. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's always been a struggle, you know, even for me and not, not in coaching, but just, you know, that when it's, you come in the door, it's, you, get, you can't be selfish and just plop down. Well, you know, that's the hard part. Like, you know, you got kids and you got kids that are doing stuff too. They're playing sports and, and all over the place. And, and, you know, I feel bad you know, for my wife and stuff is, you know, like she shouldn't have to do everything. Um, and so, you know, you have to balance that time. Like I had to do last year and both my kids were playing club soccer and, and she couldn't get to both of them. So we'd have to get somebody to take them. And so I would just tell her, Hey, I'll I'll go pick them up or I'll go pick this one up and you'll grab that, you know, and you got to learn to work together. And I think that's what you have to do with your family too, um, is, is you got to set that time aside. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then you got to learn because not just your kids need your time, but if you want to have a true relationship with your wife, you got to have time for her too. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this is kind of another question, how your faith shapes your coaching. So there's a lot of talk um, and, and always, it always comes up that all coaches, all coaches cuss out their kids. They <laughs> degrade them, you know, but then you got guys like Tony Dungy and others that, come out against that and say it's not true you don't have to do that so how do you as a follower of christ how do you balance that because you you want to coach and demand excellence but there is that fine line so how do you how do you balance that line of degrading versus coaching up well i don't think that any kid's gonna like if you degrade a kid or degrade anyone i mean they're not gonna play hard for you so to me it is um you know you, you know, I'm not going to cuss a kid and you'll never, you're never going to, you walk out to the field where I'm at, you're never going to hear me cuss a kid. I, I'm not going to do that. I'm also not going to degrade them um, and try to tear a kid down. What we want to do is build them up. It's about, to me, it's about building relationships. So the first thing before a kid will do anything, they got to know that they, that 
who you are, the kind of person you are that you they, you care about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't, that goes from the starter to the, to the fourth string kid. Um, you know, you don't want to know their name. You want to build a relationship, you know, talk to them more about anything other than football. Um, and so you build that relationship with them. And then, you know, with that, um, then you can, you can talk to them in a way. Like I have a way, my thing is, is I, I'm about being enthusiastic on the football field. I'm going to be excited. I'm going to be running around. We're going to, we're going to have a good time, but you know, they know when I raise my voice a little bit that, Hey, look, you know, I'm not yelling at them. I'm just like, Hey, what are you doing? Where are we going here? And so when you build that relationship, there's a trust factor there, then they're going to do things that you ask them to do. Um, and so what you do is you build that relationship, not to try to control them. You build that relationship to let them know that you care about them. You build that relationship. And what I want to do is I, I want to build a relationship with them more than football because I care about them more than I do what, what they become as men than I do as a, as a football player because it's a small time in their life. And so that's what we do. That's what our staff does. That's what Coach Allen has been so good at. But that's what we're, you know, at, at Kingwood High School, that's what we're going to be about. We're going to be about building relationships, loving on kids, and being more about them as 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 men than as boys playing football. Um, and so, and that's what we want to do with them. And so, we're not going to tear them down. We're going to build them up. It's a, and so you know, and so there's no reason to do it. And as a Christ follower, you know, that's not who God's called us to be. God's called us to be to to love people, to love. Them. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to love. We're going to build those relationships. We're going to love them and care about them and, and take care of them. And so that's what we're that's what we're going to do. And that's how I coach. And that's how um, guys that we co- that I coach with they're going to coach. And that's how Coach Allen and the staff at Holland Park coaches. So you know, and that's what it's about. And it's proven to work, right? I mean, yes, a lot of guys that coach that way are having a lot of success. So I love that because I think coaches sometimes you get a bad rap because you you see what's on TV. And a lot of the coaching shows are all about the coaches that are yelling and cussing out kids. And, um, you know, so I, I think, I think the relationships part is, is huge. Yes. So what would you say to a student athlete or a coach that's listening that understands athletics as a platform can be used for good mm-hmm. or bad, but they're a follower of Christ. They really want to use the platform to be bold. Well, you know, the, the biggest thing I think is what we've already kind of talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that as a student athlete, this is a small time in your life, but people are seeing you and you may be the only Bible that they read. Um, so if you say that you're a Christ follower and that um, that's who you are, then you need to make sure that you're showing that, um, you know, it's it, not that you're not going to make mistakes, not that you're not going to do, you know, we all make mistakes. God's not calling the perfect you know, um, and so what I'll tell you is this, is that um, as, as an athlete um, and, and you have a stand, taking a stand for God, that you need to, to, to live that life. Um, and if you live that life for him right now, then he's going to bless you and fa- favor on you as you as you as you move on. Because, you know, my thing about it is, is as an athlete, um, you know, and, and even as a coach, um, you know, if you if you say you're this way, then people are going to be watching you. Mm-hmm. And they're going to see what you're doing. And if you go to a party or you're going and doing this or you're messing around, whatever else, they're going to be like, really? That's what a Christian is? See, it only takes one. And that's the thing. So, you know, you've got to make sure that, you know, because you're going to have an eye on you more than anybody else. Because they're going to like, well, if he's a Christian, he's acting like that. Then there's no reason. Why do I need to be a Christian? Why do I need to follow God? 
if I can do that without God. And mm. so you've got a platform that's bigger than anything else. And that means on the field, that means outside of the lines, everywhere you go. And, and is, it, is it tough? Yes. You know, but I'm telling you that if you live that way and you follow God's plan for your life, then he's going to bless you and he's going to have favor on your life. And guess what? Bigger than anything else, you're going to bring others to Christ. That's right. And, and I tell that's, my that's kids. That's what it is. I tell my boys, you know, if they wear a bracelet, got a Bible verse or write a verse in their cleats or whatever, I tell them, that's great. But just understand something. When you identify yourself publicly as a follower of Christ, you better make sure that, you know, that your words and actions line up because people are going to watch you and they're going to want you to slip up, yeah. you know, so they can go see, you know. So, I, you know, I, I think that's good, you know to have that mentality that you may be the only, only Bible quote unquote that people see. That's good. It's yep. a good reminder. Yeah. So I always like to ask um, about, you know, a favorite verse or maybe one that God has shown you recently. So do you have a life verse or, or I, is there actually, one recently? I actually have two. Um, my first, of course, is actually, I, I wouldn't say it's verses, and, uh, and and there's a couple. First, Isaiah 40, 29-31. Of course, it says, He gives me strength. He gives strength to the weary, increase the power of the weak. Even the youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So that's like, that has been one that's been with me probably most of my life, just the fact of like, that I'm going to grow tired. I'm going to, there's going to be, there's going to be things in my life that, you know, I can't control, but you know what? And even the young, as I get older, they're going to stumble. But you know what? If I, if I believe in him, he will renew my strength each day, each day. And then of course they will soar. He says they will soar in wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. And he doesn't mean our bodies physically. What he means is our, our, our spiritual relationship, everything will be, will soar and, you know, and it won't grow faint. And so, but that, that to me is, is, because I truly believe this. And, and, and as I was doing, I used to teach Sunday school, especially when I was in Atlanta, but um, you know, I told them because it, it, the relationship thing, um, God, you know, it, it's great to accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and savior, but he, he wants, God wants a relationship with you. He wants you in his word. You know what I'm saying? He wants you in his word. And I think that's what this goes into. He wants to have a personal relationship with you. He wants you to be in his word and he wants you to pray to him every day. And, and those are the three things that I tell kids and athletes, they ask questions or whoever I'm teaching is, is he wants a personal relationship. Okay. Um, he wants you to be in his word and he wants you to pray to him every day. He wants you to talk. He wants to talk to you. He wants to talk to you. And so, you know, you do those things right there. Then that's, that's how your relationships grows with him. And then my other verses, and this is one that, that that's been with me. This one hit me when I was 29. It's a kind of funny that it's ironic that it's Jeremiah 29, 11. Um, that says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And so, you know, I, I always was like, man, God, where am I headed? Where's, where's this life? And I realized I was being selfish. And so I wasn't being the husband that I needed to be. I wasn't being the, the father that I needed to be to my kids. Um, and so God just reminded me that he said, Kill, I got plans for you. And mm. so he brought you know, Jeremiah 29, 11 and said, listen, yes, you've made a lot of mistakes. Yes, you have, you have done wrong, but you can repent. And I promise you, I forgive you. 
Mm. Know that if you'll walk with me and you'll have that relationship with me and you will talk to me, then I have big plans for you. And so, you know, looking back, I guess what, 12 years later, you know, here I am wow. um, with an opportunity to, um, to, to, to use this platform mm. for him. And so awesome. that, those two verses are kind of the reason, you know, those are my, the, the verses that I've held, held on to. Um, I love, I love both of those. Great. Yeah. I love so. both of those because there's so much power and encouragement that if you, you know, let those really sink in, it really is a lot in there. There is. Yeah. That's just a good, a good encouragement too. You know, you shared about, you know, when you're 29, I mean, that's a good, a good reminder too, that we, when we humble ourselves, you know, God, God exalts the humble. Um, I've been reading a lot in the book of Daniel lately. You know, it's a lot of, you know, just, a great, just drives home the point that, you know, God humbles the proud and he exalts. Yes, the he does. Um, and so, you know, time and time again, you see people that get a little too full of themselves and, you know, he chops them down. That's good. Yeah. yeah. You touched on, you know, time in the word and prayer during that as well. So you may kind of already segued in, in, into the next one. But, you know, the last question, two words, it's all over sports, all in. I mean, we don't have to really talk about mm-hmm. what that means, but it's also in the Gospels. You know, when Jesus says, if you're going to follow me, take up your cross, be selfless. So, mm-hmm. you know, on a daily basis, what does that look like for you to be all in your walk? Well, you know, it's kind of funny you said this to it. Our, our actually thing this year um, – and Kingwood is going to be all in, which is, uh, you know, which is, un, you know, pretty awesome. And, and uh, that's kind of our theme is all in. And, and the reason is, is, you know, because you have to be willing to give everything. I'm not saying that, you know, you're giving uh, your, you know, life for the football team or this, right. but you got to be all in. You got to, you got to give everything you have. And I truly believe what all in means to me. And all in means to me is you're giving your life to God. It's not yours anymore. You know, when you've accepted him, it's not yours anymore. And that's what that relationship, what we just talked about building, you know, that relationship. See, my thing is, if my day doesn't start off, if I don't start in prayer with God, then I don't know what it is. It just seems very hectic um, because I I feel like I'm trying to do it on my own. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to do it on my own. Um, And then if I'm not in God's word, then the words that you say, people can always say that, you know, they talk about words can't hurt me, blah, 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 but they can. And, and, and my thing is, is if you're filled with God's word, then that's what's going to come out of your heart. And that's what's going to come out of your mind. And you fill yourself with that. It's kind of like, you know, they, they always talk about, I, I always used to say that, and then I still say it to my kids is what goes in will come out. That's right. So if you're listening to the certain music and you can do what you want, I, I you know, not that I don't catch myself, you know, listen to stuff at times, but you, 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 what goes in is what you're going to think about. And it's sometimes going to be the things that you say and it's going to come out. Um, and so to me is, is if you're feeding yourself with God's word and you're listening to it and you're, um, and you're uh, reading it. And I, I love, I love podcasts. Love. Them. Uh, I mean, I listened, I've got all kinds of, all kinds of church apps, uh, you know, Matt Chandler, um, I've got, you know, all kinds of apps and stuff on my, on my phone. Um, 
you know, uh, uh, Greg Laurie. I mean, I, I'm just listening to, to podcasts and, and sermons. I, I love getting in my car. That's what I do. Like when I used to drive to school every day. I, that's what I listen to um, mm-hmm. because I wanted to be fed with, fed with God's word because I knew that if if I feed myself with his word, then that's what's going to come out. And, that's and right. So, um, you know, that's kind of what it means to me. And all in means that you're giving everything, everything. And that means from whatever sins that you have, I mean, you're going to still sin, but like, you know, if, 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 if God's been working on your life about maybe it's, it's, it's smoking or, or drinking or, or, or tobacco use or whatever. I mean, it can be anything. It'd be, it could be a small thing in your life. Maybe it's just being negative, whatever. Um, and he's been working on your life. He, you know it. And because God's by you getting in his word, he's going to start to, that's what, that's how he prunes you, you know, is, is right. by his word. Um, and so that, to me, what it means to be all in, all in means to be in God's word, to have a personal, close relationship with him and to speak to him every day. And if you'll do that, that means, and, and then not just the big decision, because we all are like, okay, God, you know, this job, you know, right. take it, whatever. That, that's, that's easy. I mean, because that's like, you know, you know, you have no control over that. You know what I'm saying? But it's the little things in your life. I mean, it could be anything. Maybe it's a secret sin. Maybe you're watching something you shouldn't be watching. Maybe you're you're doing something that you know God's going, I don't like that. And he's not going to scald you like like your mom and dad did, you know, <laughs> you get away. But he's going to, you know it in your heart because that's you're right. in his word. And, and to good. me, that's what means all in. All in means just giving him everything. Because when you start to take something away and and and, and not do that anymore, then, then you start seeing the blessings from that. And I truly believe that. And I'm a big believer, like you said, about what goes in comes out. I mean, the Bible's full of it. You know, what's in our heart is what comes out of our mouth. And so, you know, so what are you, what are you filling it with? Oh, that's huge. And I'm, I'm like you. I can tell the days if I've had some quiet time in the Word and prayer versus when I'm not. You know, that chaos is definitely very <laughs> obvious. Yeah. And it's obvious, too. It affects what's in my mind. It affects what comes out of my mm-hmm. mouth. It affects how I treat my wife. How I treat my kids. Yeah. It just, it impacts everything. And I know, I mean, I don't, I like to have a disclaimer. Some people it's better at night. I get that. You know, mm-hmm. you know, if that's, if that's what helps you sleep better, that that's good too. Yeah. But for me, mm-hmm. if I don't have it in the morning, I'm not going to sit out at night and read my Bible. It's just not going to happen. Nope. I mean, <laughs> I'm tired. Just, I'm tired. Yeah. That's you, just who you know, I am. I'm just tired. not going to do it. Yeah. So, I'm with you. Well, yeah, yeah. So and that's you know that's what I love. I love about that. And like like you, I'm morning times. I'm a morning guy anyway. So yeah, I'd rather I'd rather be reading and and plus the kids aren't up, so that makes it a whole lot easier. Too. It's a lie. It's, it's a true <laughs> quiet time. You know, you know it really is. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. the same way. Um, I'm exactly it. So hey, I know you got stuff going on with packing the move and. You know, it's kind of crazy how it took us a long time to get this done, but I think it's God's timing, um, yes. you know, to talk about your new journey in the Kingwood. So, um, you know, thankful for the opportunity and you taking some time to do this because I know it is a bit chaotic at your house. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, Stuart. It's been awesome. And, and I, I thank you for everything I do. I, I, I thank you for your ministry. I thank you for um, the things that you do. And so I appreciate you taking some time to, to uh, talk to me. So. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you again to Coach Melton for taking time to join us, to share his story, to encourage us no matter where you are. Um, I, I hope you've been encouraged by by his story and 
um, talking about what it means to be all in with Jesus, time in the Word, prayer. It's daily feeding ourselves with God's Word because we may be the only Bible that some people ever read or see. So it's very important that we um, take in the Word of God and we also live it out every day. So thank you again. Thank you for listening. I'd ask you to to share this episode with somebody. I know there's somebody in your life that could use some encouragement, so share it with them. If you're not a regular subscriber to this podcast, I'd ask you whatever podcast platform you're using right now to listen to this and you click the subscribe button. There's a um, well over 140 previous episodes. I know we'll encourage you just like Coach Melton's story, and, and, and I'm excited about the days ahead as well. Some more um, incredible stories are coming. So, so uh, please take time to subscribe to the podcast because we really appreciate your support and your encouragement. Lastly, we love to hear from you, so you can visit our website at www.allinsportsoutreach.org or Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram in the search bar. Just type in All In Sports Outreach, and you can find out who we are, why we do what we do, opportunities to pray, to serve, and to give. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for your encouragement and support, and until next time.